Konnichiwa from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Japan update from the 5th of December 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. Last week, Prime Minister Fumio Kishida attended the COP28 climate conference in the United Arab Emirates and had side meetings with the leaders from Qatar and Turkey about the Israeli-Hamas conflict. He thanked Qatar's Sheikh for working to cool the fighting and spoke of how Japan was thinking of sending $65 million in aid to the region in addition to the $10 million already delivered. With the Turkish president, both agreed that even though the ceasefire was a good first step, the two biggest priorities should be preventing civilian casualties and sticking to international laws. Ishida also spoke with Egyptian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi over the phone on Wednesday the 29th. He thanked Egypt for helping to evacuate Japanese nationals from Israel and commended the part the country played in helping Israel and Hamas to pause the fighting. Sisi also said that he was grateful for Japan's humanitarian aid. Two earlier incidents in the area likely influenced Kishida's willingness to help ease the Middle East conflict. The first was in November, when Houthi rebels captured a Japanese-operated ship in the Red Sea. The second happened on Monday the 27th, when a missile, possibly from the rebel group, nearly hit a maritime self-defense force ship nicknamed Akebono. Akebono was on an anti-piracy mission in the area, trying to rescue a tanker from pirates' hands when the U.S. military warned them about ballistic missiles going toward their location. Thankfully, Akebono lit out of the area at full speed and got out unharmed. In a follow-up to a story from a previous show, news organization NHK found out that the ruling Liberal Democratic Party, or LDP, gave kickbacks amounting to several million dollars to dozens of its members. The law requires parties to report political funds they receive, but since at least 2017, the LDP has left a portion of money from fundraising party tickets off the books. Tokyo prosecutors suspect that they pooled these secret funds to give kickbacks to members who did a good job selling fundraising tickets. Some of these lawmakers might have gotten over 10 million yen, or $68,000 in kickbacks, with none reported as income. With all this corruption, it's no wonder that Seiji Maihara, the former foreign minister, left the Democratic Party for the People on Thursday the 30th to start a new political party with four other members of the Diet. Maihara wasn't happy with the Democratic Party's willingness to bend to the ruling LDP. His aim is to force the current ruling party out of power and unite opposing parties to introduce free education and student loan debt forgiveness to Japan. Meanwhile, the Kyoto Animation Arson murder trial began last week. As a refresher, back in July 2019, Shinji Aobo set the Kyoto Animation Studio on fire, killing 36 people and injuring 32. One mother of a victim originally hoped that Aoba might show remorse, but his half-hearted comments that he went too far, not showing true regret for the people he killed, convinced her that Aoba should get the maximum sentence, in this case, the death penalty. Lawyers began their arguments on Monday the 27th. Prosecutors said that Aoba carried out a gruesome mass murder and pointed the attention towards the victims and the devastation Aoba wrought. The defense simply focused on ensuring that their client didn't get the death sentence. Moving on, the Environment Ministry said that bear attacks have reached a new record with 212 victims in the 2023 fiscal year. This number is considerably higher than the previous record of 158 from 2020. Most of the attacks were in northeastern Japan, with 70 in Akita Prefecture and 45 in Iwate. In the 30 attacks that took place in November, six people died. Even though bears usually start hibernating in December, officials advised people to be careful since there could still be more attacks before the bear population is well and truly asleep. 
the ministry also sent experts to Iwate and Toyoma prefectures to capture and study the animals. In a recent tragedy, a CV-22 Osprey U.S. military aircraft crashed off of Japan's southern coast on Wednesday the 29th. Before the crash, the aircraft contacted the Japanese Self-Defense Force and requested an emergency landing at an airport in Yakushima, one in a chain of islands in Kagoshima Prefecture. The aircraft then vanished from the Self-Defense Force's radar. The Coast Guard later found wreckage from the aircraft and the body of one of the eight crew members. On Monday the 4th, the U.S. Air Force found the remains of five other crew members. In response, the Okinawa Prefecture Assembly put together a special committee on U.S. military bases. They said that the U.S. Air Force has stopped using the CV-22 Ospreys, pending an investigation into what happened. The economic sector isn't looking so hot either. Recently, the Bank of Japan reported its biggest ever loss on paper on government bonds, amounting to 10 trillion yen, or $70 billion, at the end of September. That's 150 times more than what it was in March. Experts believe this staggering hike is due to the increase in long-term interest rates after the Bank of Japan loosened policies on 10-year bond yields in July. The bank insists that this wouldn't hurt short-term profits, but some analysts thought that it could affect currency and interest rates. Worries over the economy might be one of the reasons why Japan has decided to revise its tax rate policy for foreign shoppers. The other reason is that people have been abusing the policy to high heavens. Under the current policy, foreigners visiting from abroad don't need to pay the consumption tax at certain stores, with the understanding that the stores will verify that the foreigners have a short-term tourist visa. Some have abused this policy by reselling untaxed goods in Japan. Moreover, stores might not be checking if the buyer is a visitor or a long-term resident. As a result, some department stores have had to pay a heaping ton of back taxes. The government is now planning a new system where visitors will pay the consumption tax up front, but get a refund for the tax upon departure. Lawmakers said that they'd figure out the details in fiscal year 2024. In other news, a major earthquake in the Philippines on Saturday the 2nd set off tsunami warnings for all prefectures along Japan's southern and eastern coasts including Kagoshima, Wakayama, and Tokyo. Fohachi Jojima Island, which is south of Tokyo and closest to the Philippines, the tsunami was 40 centimeters or 16 inches high. Everywhere else, the tsunami was 20 centimeters or 8 inches high. Although small, officials still advise people to be cautious since authorities spotted a 64 centimeter tsunami near the Philippines' second largest island, Mindanao. In sports news, Major League Baseball executives and agents started the annual winter meeting on Monday the 4th in Nashville, Tennessee. Many are hoping to recruit Shohei Otani, the first player in history to be awarded the most valuable player twice. Otani hasn't said anything about his next plans, but some think he'll join the Los Angeles Angels and might even get a $600 million contract. Another Japanese player, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, may also win a contract in the U.S. worth $200 million or more. He was a huge player in Japan specifically and made his mark pitching wins and strikeouts. And that's it for this week. Do you ever wonder who these Rorschach people are and why they care about what is going on in Japan? If so, head over to our website and find out more about us and the other things that we do. You can read all about the organization, other projects we are carrying out, and other podcasts we do. If something catches your eye or you have any questions, please reach out. You can find all the contact information and the website link in the show notes. Mata ne!